Welcome back, everybody. Let's take a break with Steven. Steven Seamus. Good to see you, my friend. How's it going today? Wonderful. Every day is a good, good day. Again, I'm repping. Uh, good Terps. This, this is a new Terp shirt. I don't think I've worn this one yet. Go Terps. You have something strange on your shirt, Alice. What do you have on your my shirt? My WFMU Wolf Glow in the Dark. What is WFMU? It's the best radio station out of New Jersey. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked that question. Uh, you asked it. I, I, I feel you like I can't it. get that five seconds of my life back now. <laughs> no. All right, Alex. What, what are we talking about today? We got a big day ahead of us. We got a big day. We're going to talk a lot of Marvel stuff. Marvel. Big Marvel books like 8-Ball. Wow. It does that every single day. Have a decaf mocha to go. Uh-huh. One decaf. Just kidding. That's not a Marvel book. No. Uh, Titanium, Red Guardian, Aloth, and our favorite kid Loki. Right. I wish there was an alligator Loki comic book, but unfortunately there isn't. Uh, hopefully they change. It's that only soon. a matter of time. Only a matter <laughs> of time. Only a matter of time. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff relating to television, right? Yep. Marvel television. And then uh, Ghost World as well. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and a little bit of, uh, yeah, Red Guardian, a little bit yeah. of Black Widow. Okay, great, Alex. Widow. All right, what are we going to start with today, Mike? Fuck Titania. She-Hulk's yes. nemesis. Yes. So, obviously, uh, there has been a surge in popularity and in pricing on anything related to Marvel television and film. Uh, these shows are skyrocketing. Everything is going crazy. Yes. Uh, you almost can't even keep up with it anymore, Alex. It's like one day to the next, right? Buy so, everything uh, and hope for the best. That's the only thing. And, you know, and it's all over the place. I mean, some of the stuff originated in the 80s, some of the 90s. Yeah. Some, so, you know, a, a fan can't even like anticipate, you know, like, oh, Madam Web, like where did that come? You know, it's like you can't even anticipate anymore where the next surprise is going to come from, right? right? So it's literally Marvel just comes out of nowhere and it's like, oh, this person's on this TV show. And then boom, it's like five times the price. Yep. So Alex, talk a little bit about Titania and, uh, and, and you know, what to expect uh, fr- from her character. Yeah, I mean, I would call Titania probably like B minus C villain. Uh, she was created in, in Secret Wars, which Secret Wars books are just every year. There's, you know, there's new characters, new costumes. Those books are just going and going. Um, she is the nemesis of She-Hulk. If, if you want to say She-Hulk has one person that they she always fights. Uh, classic story of like, like teenage bullied, small. She goes to again, Secret War and, and she gets powers and now she's big and strong and she beats up a lot of people. And, you know, it's just one of those characters that, uh, you know, just a big, strong person fighting another big, strong person and, 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 and you know, if the rumors are true, I can't remember if it's rumors or if it was confirmed, but Jamil, Jamil, Jamila Jamil, who was amazing in The Good Place. And uh, I like watching her on Twitter uh, be perfect, perfect, perfect uh, person to play that character, I think. By the way, it sounds like your origin story a little bit. Alex. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Got very, bullied. Very bullied. Yeah. Well, I got didn't get bullied. big and strong. I just ate too many cheeseburgers and then <laughs> that's about it that's it grew a beard that's it my my acne scarrings under my beard and i just ate too much got that's it my, got it. okay uh, the fortunately for 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 fans that her, her first appearance is actually not a difficult book to find it's mm-hmm. not a cheap book but it's not sure. a difficult book uh marvel superhero secret wars number three july 1984 that book was printed in high quantities and what's also good about that book is 
That's a book that was collected even back in 1984. Yep. That was not a book that got knocked around on newsstands and shelves and everywhere else. That was a book that like people bought off the shelf, put it in a bag and backboard. You even can get, in 80, you can even, get a mint. You can get yeah, a mint. You can, you can get those mint. I mean, yep. those those were printed pretty good. Yep. Um, uh, there are 404 9.8 blue labels, Alex. There's 93 gold label 9.8. There's actually three blue label 9.9s. Uh, the 9.8 sell for about $500 today. Uh, it's the first appearance of Volcana, uh, Marsha Rosenberg, uh, and the new Titania, uh, Mary Skeeter uh, McFerrin. Uh, it's got a Jim Shooter story, Mike Zek and John B. D. Art, and it's got the great Mike Zek cover. Uh, again, Amazing those su Superhero Secret Wars covers are classic. Yes. Okay, then the next issue to take a look at, Alex, is Marvel Superhero Secret Wars number seven from November of 84. Those are 402 blue label 9.8s, 71 gold label 9.8s. There's one blue label 9.9. That's about a $400 book in 9.8. That issue is the first She-Hulk fight versus Titania. Mm -hmm. So that book is a book that people are looking for, which is why you see it priced almost as high as number three. Yeah. Um, it also happens to be the first appearance of the new Spider-Woman, Julia Carpenter, which is in its own right, what's driving the price of that yeah. book. Two, uh, two, again, good, two good appearances. Yeah. Right. This book has the Bob Layton cover on it, uh, but the interior art is by Mike Zeck. Uh, the next book to take a look at is Thor number 436, uh, September of 1991. There are 13 blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. That's about a $70 book. Uh, it's got Captain America in the book, Absorbing Man, and Titania Appear, uh, Al Milgram cover and art. Uh, then the next book with Titania in it is Web of Spider-Man number 59. Uh, from December of 89, it's about a $5 raw book. There's only one blue label 9.8 in the pop report. Again, it's got Titania, Puma, and Dr. Doom. Uh, there's rumors of Dr. Doom, uh, you know, in a new movie, in a new series, in a new something. Yep. We'll see what happens when the Fantastic Four, yeah. Yeah, when, when Fantastic Four gets absorbed into MTU. Uh, then in the new She-Hulk series, uh, the 2005 series, uh, the, the, the 2004 series of She-Hulk, yep. uh, She-Hulk number nine from January of 2005. There's three blue label 9.8s, three gold label 9.8s. That's about a $10 raw book. She's not on the cover of that book, although it is a Mike Mayhew cover. I love Mike Mayhew. I yes. actually just bought a Moon Knight cover from him. Mm -hmm. uh, I love his classic Star Wars covers. His Star yeah, Wars covers they're phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah, I think he's more well, most well-known for that stuff. Um, there's actually a George Lucas cameo, by the way, in She-Hulk number nine. Funny <laughs> yeah. Now I have to buy I, one. Yeah, She-Hulk number 10 is a very, very expensive book. This is a key, Alex. This is a key book. Mm -hmm. February of 2005, six blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. This seems to be the book that all the Titania fans are, are, are looking for. It's the best cover of all, of all the Titania ones. It's a Mike Mayhew cover. I think this is why the people want it. It's also got the origin of Titania. It's about $100 raw, Alex, Dang. raw. Uh, so you can't even find these in 9.8. My bet is that if you found the 9.8, it'd be in the four to $500 range. This, these were popular books, but not super popular. This is Dan Slott right before yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. So it was very early. Right. The, people did buy, She-Hulk was a pretty decent print run book. Yeah. Back in the day. Uh, then you have the She-Hulk number 11, March of 2005, five blue label 9.8, zero gold label 9.8. That's about a $10 raw book. Again, she's in that. Again, it's a Mike Mayhew cover. Uh, last last appearance in She-Hulk was She-Hulk number 12, April 2005, three blue label 9.8s, one gold label 9.8. That's about a $12 raw book. Again, it's a Mike Mayhew cover. 
So really the books are She-Hulk 10 and The Secret Wars 3 and 7. Those are the big ones. Good ones. And All they're right. not too bad right now. No, not on the other ones. She-Hulk 10 is expensive though. You yeah. can't find it. Can't find it. All right, Alex, what do we got up next? Yeah, let's talk about uh, Black Widow, who we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, let's talk about her first movie, uh, Ghost World. Yeah, Alex, this series exploded recently, and I wonder mm. if it's drafting off the success of Black Widow. Could be. I mean, that Ghost World is one of the, be- I mean, you know, one of my favorite comic book movies, if you will. Yeah, I mean, this book just exploded recently yeah. out of nowhere. So we're going to talk really about um, Eight Ball. Uh, where, where uh, Ghost World first appeared, mm-hmm. uh, where the Ghost World storyline first begins, and and we'll we'll run through numbers twelve through nineteen very quickly because they're not that expensive. Excuse me, but the real big one is eight ball number eleven. Yeah, June of nineteen ninety three. There's only two blue label nine eighths, one gold label nine eight. The last blue label sold for about a thousand bucks, but they, those books are a hundred dollars raw. Yeah. Uh, when you start to get the number, the, the book came out sporadically. By the way, yeah, eight ball twelve came out in November of ninety three. 13 came out in uh, April of 94, uh, 14 came out in February of 95. And, and, you know, they jumped two months, four months, six months and April number 12 through 19 are all 15, 20, 25, $30 books. Um, It's a Daniel close story cover Mm -hmm. and art. What is the driving force between eight ball ghost world? What is the storyline? Why all of a sudden are we seeing this a massive jump in these kind of properties? Uh, Well, Daniel Klaus, huge independent artist. You know, I think there's three movies, Art School Confidential, um, uh, maybe David Boring. There, I know there's three movies based on his work, Ghost World, obviously, Art School Confidential, and then there's there's one more movie. But, you know, most of his stuff comes from Apples, uh, and, and all of his serialization starts in these books. And, you know, as an independent comic creator like this, you if you're a marvel dc midtown guy that you go in every week you may not picked up eight ball you know they, they this is this is more of a you know you're going to zine conventions or underground sh- uh, stores or stores like you know you know desert island in brooklyn that has a lot of this stuff and so they're not easy to find and, and a lot of the people that bought them i mean i, I have a couple of issues in eight ball here and there but i mean this is something that people don't like actively buy and sell to flip these are like you know fancy readers where they, they take them and they keep them um you know and ghost world you know again scarlett johansson's first movie it, it was huge for her so you know it's it's a it was a good series and there's a lot of good stuff in there and they're hard to find yeah i will tell you it is interesting because you know over the years there were points in time where i did collect a lot of the indies and stuff mm-hmm. i i don't really remember ever having the eight ball issues i that's yeah. not a series that i used to collect yeah. um all right cool all right alex Alex's pick of the week. What do we got, Alex? Um, I want to talk uh, about my favorite uh, toy line and TV show that nobody likes, uh, the Centurions. Do you remember the Centurions? Only one force can stop this evil, a handful of brave men. In specially created exobrains, they can be transported anywhere. To fuse with incredible assault weapon systems, being down from the space station sky vault, becoming man and machine power extreme. Now I do not. You really most people do not. 
So the cartoons about I thought. By the way, I thought you were going to talk about the McFarland DC toys. No, no, no. Those are also Alex, very popular. You, you got okay. We got to talk about those at some point. <laughs> we'll okay. do. Uh, the Centurions are like a '80s '90s cartoon and toy line. The cartoons about three characters who call on a satellite that zips down armor and stuff that connects to their body. So they wear these suits that have holes in them and these armor comes down and connects. The cartoon didn't last very long, but the toy line is amazing. So it's these action figures. They're bigger than six inches. They're probably about eight inch, nine inch toys. And they come with this, this like, you know, one was a, one was a aquatic, one was like a sky and one was earth. So like one has a helicopter and you snap it to the action figure. The action figures have little holes and them and you actually snap these things and, big huge vehicles small vehicles but it's it's almost like a blend of transformers and action figures and of course i'm looking the other day to like oh i need to complete my collection i got two i need the other third guy and, and of course they're hundreds of dollars 100 to three you know loose missing parts they're 100 bucks complete in box you're looking at 300 to 400 dollars uh but one of my favorite toy lines that i don't think most people realize how neat those toys were alex i think you were a weirder kid than i even thought by 100 percent, yeah definitely definitely all right all right all right what do we have next alex yeah let's keep talking black widow stuff uh red guardian who was red amazing amazing by the way uh david harbour really did a great great job i wanted david Uh, harbour red guardian movie just him in prison the whole time he was terrific by the way i wanted the action figure that they that they uh (laughs) right the pull string i'm sure they'll make it (laughs) right by the way we're that doesn't exist right I don't think so. I don't. I haven't seen it. Yeah, they got to make that right. Yeah, yeah. That what, was what a great tie-in. Perfect movie merch. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love that toy. I want to. I want to get one of those. So uh, David Harbour was terrific. The, the best scene is when he's putting on the costume and it still fits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barely, he's pushing <laughs> it together. Uh, he was really terrific in the movie. Um, it, he was. He was great. I uh, love the costume. Uh, you know, love the character. And obviously the book has been going crazy. Yeah. Uh, Again, this was a real throwback. Again, I don't know how Marvel does their library checks because certain characters, they pull are from the 2000s, some are from the 90s, some are from the 80s. So whoever works in the library department over there really does a great job. They they figure out, you you know, it's almost like they say, we need a character that can do A, B, C, D, and E. And they have like a library checkbox. Yeah. And like, oh, this is the character that fits all of those. Yeah. Um, and Red Guardian was terrific. So in any case, Avengers 43 is a, is a cameo appearance. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Avengers 43 is the first appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was uh, 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 July. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. August of 1967. I'm having trouble here. Alex. August <laughs> of 1967. Uh, so 1967, you're not going to have a lot of high grade books. So we're going to talk about some lower grade books. There's only one Blue Label 9.8, Alex. I wonder where that's uh, wow. buried, right? Yeah. There's only 13 Blue Label 9.6s. And there's only 28 Blue Label 9.4s. That's low. There's numbers. 35 Blue Label 9.2s and one Gold Label 9.2. It isn't until you get 9.0 where mm-hmm. you have 51 Blue Label 9.0s till you have a pop. Yeah. So uh, an 8.5 just sold for $550. Uh, the first appearance of the Red Guardian, Alexei uh, Shostakov. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Black Widow's obviously also in the book. Uh, Roy Thomas story, John Buscema and George Russo's cover and art. So it's a Buscema cover. Uh, it's a great cover. Avengers 44 is an amazing cover. Yes. Uh, that's also John Buscema cover. Both covers are terrific, by the way, Alex. Um, 
So that is September of 67, nine blue label 9.8s, one gold label 9.8, 14 blue label 9.6s, 39 blue label 9.4s, 31 blue label 9.2s, one gold label 9.2, and then there's 31 blue label 9.0 and one gold label 9.0. So the pop even at nine zero and above is very, very hard. Uh, a nine two just sold for $315 and eight five is 170 bucks. That's so not bad. bad. Not bad. I wonder if we see him again. Maybe. I mean, I wonder if we see him again. I think you'll see. Yeah. I'm also wondering if maybe because the original character in these books and the one in the movie is so completely different, like in the books, it's Black Widow's husband who she thought was dead and he came back and now he's this. And in the movie, it's her dad. It's her fake dad, you know, spoilers. Um, So maybe just, you know, using using the the name uh might might be holding people back but i mean that 44 cover is so amazing why i mean if yeah. you like that movie just buy it i mean that's not bad 315 is yeah. not bad for sure for sure all right alex what do we got next we're going to talk about uh a loki tv a loki right? spoilers yeah yeah so a lot of spoiler uh, system it's too it's too late already if you yeah, haven't seen it yeah, we're, we're, we're far beyond the, the far beyond spoiler, spoiler yeah that's episodes. It. Um, okay what do we got first alioth Alith, Alioth, 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 yeah, yeah Alioth. Yeah, we'll go with that. So the surprise character, yeah. character. So, so talk about it. It was an interesting. Um, that went in a direction that I don't think anybody predicted. Which is why that show is so good. Yes. And you know, as soon as I saw the episode, I was like, "Wow, I wonder what the heck that is." And I went to eBay, of course, and I did it. And then the of price course. is up four times. Then if I, by the time I'm typing it in, it's already four times the price. Right. Know, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. When you're looking for it, it's too late. Right. Uh, you know, this is a character character, I guess. I mean, it, it ties definitely it, it ties very much into Kang, um, which we all which a lot of us know is going to be the villain in the next Ant-Man movie slash Marvel Universe, which is time travel and different universes. And and I think, you know, without without watching the last episode of Loki while we're filming this, although it's going to be out and people have already seen it, you know, this is a character that it did exactly what is doing in the show. It, it eats realities. It eats things that had its own you know area and even Kang the Conqueror was afraid of it and kind of left it alone so the fact that they they you know they could have done anything with this episode for it not to kind of mix in with all the rest of the mythos of the Avengers and what to do with it right so so it was not a short print run on this book but it's still selling for a lot of money now and that's crazy because this is this is this was the collector's item buying now this is one of those 90s pushes if if a if a book had a foil or <laughs> gold or embossed cover and yeah. it's produced in the nineties, they made a lot of them. They made a lot, and there's cases of them somewhere. And I people, know people and people collected them. Yeah, yeah. So Avengers: The Terminatrix Objective Number One, uh, September of ninety three, six blue label nine eights, zero gold label nine eights. It's a forty five to fifty five dollar raw book. That's now. bananas. Okay, so holographic cover. Yeah. You know that means. everything, yeah. And by the way, they didn't spell holographic the way that you would sell it. It's it's hollow dash g a r f x. Yeah, of course, because why not make it different than yeah. everything? And it's got a Mike Kostovich cover. I don't know who Mike Kostovich is. What happened? What happened to him? Uh, the the hologram covers uh, went out of business, so he he went to, <laughs> he went somewhere else. He started he made all the little name. stickers for uh, authentications. One of the you one of the few people I don't recall Mike Kostovich, by the way. Mike Kostovich, if you're watching, please reach out so we know you're okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All 
All right, Alex. And then what's the last Loki spoiler we're going to use for today? The the child Loki, kid Loki. It was amazing. That kid was good, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, It's probably a theater, probably another British theater actor. Like they love, they love those British theater actors. It's great for the show. I mean, Richard Um, Grant as classic Loki was, I mean, what a cherry on top of it. Richard Grant has had the best last two years of any actor. He's been in everything. He's been in Star Wars. He's been in a TV series. He's been in the Marvel movies. Like he's, he's been all over the place. Yes. He's one of those elder statesmen, like the Ian McKellen's and, uh, And the and the Dumbledore guy, what was his name? <laughs> yeah. Who played Dumbledore? Um, uh, I forget. Yeah, but yeah, yeah they're just so all those guys, right? Yeah. They they have this uh, renaissance. Yeah. Patrick Stewart, right? Renaissance. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kid Loki, uh, Thor number six seventeen, January of two thousand eleven, forty nine blue label nine eights, one gold label nine eight, Matt Fraction story, Pasquale Ferry cover and art. Before I give you the crazy crazy price on this <laughs> book. Talk a little bit about Kid Loki. What's the appeal? Why do you think they brought Kid Loki in there with all the variants? Uh, because I think it, it was a character, if you want to call Kid Loki a separate character from all the Lokis, sure. There's female Loki, Kid Loki, whatever you want. Um, but it, he was around for a while, you know, and, and it kind of gave you, this is a Loki when he, you know, he perished doing something good. Although the reason why he died is because he set up uh, the sentry to kill Asgard. So it was his fault, but he saved a lot of people. He died. He got res- resurrected as a child Loki. Um, you know, this Loki had a little bit more heart. You know, everybody hated Loki and he was trying to do better. Um, so, you know, this character was in the Thor books in the Marvel Universe for, for a while, a good amount of time. And, uh, uh, you know, again, fan favorite. People love that. People love the, the child Loki uh, persona. Right, right. So, and the kid who played it really... Nailed it. It, 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 okay. it helped when he had the high C uh, ecto cooler box and he was drinking it in the off the throne. <laughs> and by the way, Matt Fraction is rock star. So oh, yeah, uh, yeah, got to add that in. So uh, it's a five hundred and fifty to six hundred dollars CGC book, a nine eight, and then it's a seventy five dollar raw book. So it's a really really hot book. Uh, there's also a Brandon Peterson Tron mm-hmm. one in fifteen variant. Kid Loki's not on the cover. Thor is on the cover. I, so this is one of the rare instances where the main cover, even though it was printed in a far, far less quantity, is basically the same price or more than the variant cover. Yeah. Uh, because the cover is certainly not as appealing. Uh, the, the, the regular cover has got the Kid Loki on the cover. It's great. Yeah. Um, so there are 33 Blue Label 9.8s. There's four Gold Label 9.8s. There's actually one Blue Label 9.9. That's also a $550 to $600 book in 9.8. The raw book is 150 to 200. So the raw book is double the price of the other raw book because they're hard. They're 15 times as hard. Yeah. Um, but quite frankly, Alex, I would buy the uh, the just the regular version. Go find collections, man. Modern collections. Yeah. They're 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 there. I mean, again, we're, we're on the time 2011. That's that's we're at the age where if you were like 18 buying comic books at that point, now's now's the time they'd be selling them to because they just bought a house or you know a kid's on the way. You're paying, so for, that, college. The You're paying for college. Paying for college. Paying for college. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Alex. That brings us to close to another week. I uh, thank everybody for joining us. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the fields below. We thank you for joining us on this weekly journey. We will see everybody next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Bye, guys.